Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And uh, today it's episode 18 of season two. We're about halfway through season two. Yeah. And it's uh, I know. It's I thought microbots. I thought we were halfway through like two episodes ago, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, yeah, we're really you, making you it now." Briefly. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's so far yeah, away." We're getting yeah, there. we're getting there. Microbots. <laughs> yeah. Um, last week on the Transformers, uh, or last episode of the Transformers, Red Alert suffered. Uh, some ter- temporary paranoia, I guess yeah, you could say. He, he uh, was and he was tricked well. into helping Starscream to steal the Negavator. And in the end, everything worked out like peaches and cream because this is a children's cartoon from the 1980s. <laughs> and this week we go to South America yeah, somewhere. somewhere. It, well, it, they mentioned the, the Maya people. I think they say Maya, Maya, Maya. Oh, oh, did they? So okay, I, I didn't get that. Whatever part of South America that is, my, uh, my geography is not that great. But yeah, it's archaeology time. Yeah, and they find, basically these archaeologists find the thrusters of a giant yeah. space. Yes. There was a brilliant moment here where they dig it out, and it is literally like yeah. thirty foot tall thrusters <laughs> sticking out of the back of a mountain. Guy, he has a clay jug before that, and he's like, "Nah, it's at least thirteen hundred <laughs> years old." Like, we bet she just turns it around, shows it to her, and it's like it's got a stamp on the side that says six eighty five A.D. on the side, <laughs> made in China. Yeah. Um, that so that obviously gets a news play because we go to the, the Decepticons, and Megatron sees it on the news and figures yeah. he realizes but that's a Decepticon how did they ship. Excavate the entire back of the spaceship before nightfall. <laughs> Just the four With of them. With their bare hands. <laughs> and the Just guy, grit and determination. The guy's like totally manful. Like, the Mayas didn't have spacecraft. You, sh- you should have been like, like, yeah, no shit, dummy. Like, yeah. <laughs> How long did you go to school for this? <laughs> yeah. You fucking idiot. So we go to the Ark and Perceptor is working on Ironhide's chips and he's like shrinking them down. He's got a shrinking machine of some kind. That's going to come up later. Yeah. And Braun is really shitty with Perceptor about yeah, never joining the physical fight. completely being a dick about it like man why mm-hmm. don't you just walk over to chip and tell him to get out of the chair while you're at it like really holy. it's like dude he has a he is a scientist yeah you don't go to an engineer and say why aren't you out there building the bridge asshole but i love this scene though because uh the perceptor says that ironhide's memory chip is damaged and he can't remember a thing without it like wouldn't it be funny and Brom was like oh really and he just punches ironhide straight in the face and then like two seconds later asks him to like borrow five bucks oh yeah sure Brom. Buddy, why does my face hurt? Uh, hurry up, Perceptor. <laughs> uh, Bumblebee actually enters and he stands up for, for Perceptor, and the two of them getting like Bumblebee and Braun getting a little bit of yeah. a back and forth. And I gotta say this with the exception of Perceptor, we're back to some old school Autobots. We got Bumblebee, we got Ironhide, yeah, we have Braun. A lot of the Optimus comes in, in a bit, he just shuts it all down, and he's gonna roll out with Braun, Bumblebee, and Ratchet for something. Oh, to go check the spaceship. Yeah. And of course, Braun's like, I guess you're not coming, Perceptor. Like, no. No, it's not his <laughs> fucking job, dude. Yeah. I think Braun's got troubles at home. He just doesn't know how to yeah. express it's... it properly. So they go on the road, and when they're there on the road, that's when Optimus is like, oh, there's a down spaceship, blah, blah, blah. Plot device. And the Decepticons... Oh, yeah, they start smashing through the jungle, and they're not... Yeah. So we're trying to do this, or the show's trying to do this thing where it's like, oh, look, the Decepticons don't care about nature, and the Autobots do, because they're not going to smash through <laughs> Except it. Except they but did. But the Decepticons aren't <laughs> smashing a straight line. They're just, like, clearing a field. Yeah. They're just... Burning down trees, <laughs> punching roots. Yeah. They're really bad at this job. Yeah. They So they smash their way through the jungle, and there's this 
completely pointless, these two scenes <laughs> where Starscream gets attacked by a snake. The snake which lands on him and he's freaking out. Like, why? Like, by my man, man that's, if, if it's a poisonous snake, it's, it can't hurt you. You have no blood. If it's a constrictor, you, you don't breathe and it'll cut itself to bits trying to crush you. Comparatively, by size, that snake has a head the size of a fucking fridge. I know. It's huge. <laughs> and then uh, Ravage gets in a fight with like a leopard yeah, and like, leopard well, kind of wins. Uh, I'm, it's South America, so I'm guessing it's a jack. Jaguar. Jaguar. And it attacks it. And, and, but the one thing keeping me from saying that is that it, the Jaguar is one of the big cats, right? It roars. It doesn't make that sound that they got from a cougar or a puma or something, right? Anyway. Well, this show just did have a snake that's as big as a bus. So, <laughs> anyway, it, it Ravage kind of in the end just smacks him away. Yeah. And the, the runs away. kitty and Magstrushim just throws the snake away. <laughs> so, the Autobots find the Decepticons' trail of destruction. And uh, they so they end up rolling out again to go find the Decepticons. And then the Decepticons arrive at the ship and scare away the architects and we don't or the archaeologists and we don't see them again. No, they're gone. So, we find yeah. out what Megatron wanted. He opens up a door and it's got what is called the, the heart of Cybertron. Yeah, he tells Hook, hand me your cyber forceps to take the thing out. Like, why not let Hook do it, man? He's the surgeon, right? I mean, it's, got, it's always all about me, me, me. Well, at least he Megatron. lets Hook put it inside him, so it, it's a start, yeah. And this is basically going to make him super-duper powerful. Yeah. We, we've done this storyline before. So he implants Megatron just as the Autobots arrive, and Megatron just shoots lasers out of his fingers. And yeah, he goes all his on Palpatine on him. <laughs> yeah. They all attack the Autobots in commercial break. Yeah, when we and come when back, we come though, back... There's Autobots that were not shown driving here just coming out of the woodwork. Like I know. Blue Streak shows up, and here's Huffer. Here's Smokescreen, who has an 88 on his door instead of a 38. I noticed that. And now Windcharger's oh, really? here. And now here's yeah. Horace. Like, like, they made a distinct uh, point of showing who was driving there, yeah. and then they get there, and there's a whole bunch more. <laughs> yeah. Smokescreen, try, Smokescreen tries to offer cover to the Autobots, and when they he does the Autobots shoot all the hills, basically they take a play out of the Decepticon book. Yeah. And they cause an avalanche and bury all the Decepticons. <laughs> I, I'm not as angry with this hap one uh, avalanche. And they go back to the Ark because Optimus, being the genius leader he is, says, well, that'll hold them for ever. Yeah. And at the arc, he wants to engage a force field, Optimus does, just to protect them from this superpowered power. <laughs> you, you notice how when Braun comes in, though, he gets mad at Perceptor. He's like, you, funny how you don't have a scratch. Like, why would he? He, he, he was, was here the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> he came and met you at the front door, yeah. you boob. So <laughs> we go back to the Decepticons, and there are the Constructicons are digging all the Decepticons out. They get them all out, so they're going to continue on with their plan. And back in Perceptor's lab, everything goes dark. And Optimus informs them we're diverting power yep. to this Sorry. force field. Sorry, I needed to plug in my uh, electric toothbrush and, uh, <laughs> and whatever you're doing. My phone was here. at 5%. I told you, you needed to have this done at 8. It's 802. My electric toothbrush. <laughs> so, Perceptor has a better idea. Why don't we use my shrinking ray and shrink a bunch of us down and then go into Megatron and steal this heart of Cybertron. Yeah, it's, it's an idea. Again, I don't know if it's a great idea, but it's an idea. Optimus sends Brawn, Bumblebee, and Perceptor. Yeah. Like, the three people who he walked in on fighting 
an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a team building exercise. You're gonna. Go, it's, <laughs> oh my it's God. like when you're a kid and like you're fighting with your brother or sister, right? And your parents just say, "Go outside and don't come in until somebody's bleeding." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They're gonna do. Out. They're gonna do corporate paintball. Yeah. The uh, so and they load them up in Power Glide. Power Glide's gonna drop them off, and then we go to the Septicons, and this. I kind of like this. They're base. They're drinking liquid energy yeah. and getting shit. They are actually drunk because, like Megatron, this is like ah, oh, remember the good old days. It's yeah, they Cybertron. start talking about the good old days. You could just walk around. You didn't have to be old sneaky. Power Glide comes over and he's like, "What the hell?" And because they're all passed yeah, out drunk, just laying out in the middle of a, of a canyon, just schlitzed. And he drops this little capsule with the three shrunken Autobots onto Megatron. Yeah. And they run into his, into like a crack or whatever joints. Something in his joints. up near his shoulder or something, yeah, around his chest. And he wakes up just in time to knock this little capsule they were in off his chest and to see. Yeah, it's like, where'd this thing come from? Power Glide flying away. And decides, he always like, hey, Decepticons, come on. And he cuts and over. And all way too drunk. And there's a great shot of like Starscream and Rumble like wobble and fall over. And then Laserbeak crashes yeah. into the ground. He comes in and does this little So is Laserbeak bang. getting drunk too? Like, I love that he like has a personality. Like, He's an angry drunk. <laughs> they got the bird drunk. That's nice. I know. Come on. It's like getting your <laughs> cat high. So Megatron... Yeah. Uh, he, he flies off to the Autobot base. He's going to destroy them all by himself. And we go inside him, and the three of them are walking along, Braun, Bumblebee, and Perceptor. And there's like a mechanical immune system yeah, of some kind. Yeah, because they ask Perceptor, what the heck is that? And he explains it's a thing that's detecting uh, micro uh, contaminants inside Megatron, and we're the micro contaminants. <laughs> Even though, like, looking at the math, when Sparky loaded these guys into onto Powerglide... They're like four or five inches tall. Yeah, I mean, Megatron, he's, he's got to be 30 feet tall anyway, but that's still pretty big to be walking around inside undetected, yeah. right? I mean, really? you think maybe he'd feel something. Man. So this thing is going to kill them in commercial break because commercials. <laughs> and when we come back, the Autobots have to run from the immune system, and then Braun basically says, screw this, yeah, and by running. pure Braun, he just rips runs it apart. out and just smashes this thing apart. Now, you think that would alert Megatron. And he's like, follow me. I'm like, if I were Bumblebee, I'd be like, I think I'll follow the scientist, because you're kind of unstable right now. Um, oh, there's going to be, no, they have to jump through his shoulder gears at that point, and he like, I don't know, scratches his nose. Yeah, he does something. And they... There's uh, Perceptor almost falls into, gets crushed up by gears, but Braun saves him again. Is like, I'm saving your ass all the time. Yeah, you're useless. And they go, we go back <laughs> to the Ark, and uh, Optimus Mega, Optimus announces that Megatron's going to arrive in 10 minutes. They basically see him on radar. Yeah. And when we go back, the three have found his brain. Yeah, and they realize Megatron's brain. Megatron is horizontal, and they're like, well, was he sleeping? And it's like, well, no, he's flying. Yeah. <laughs> like, we and don't have much time. We got to get this done. <laughs> Braun wants to smash the brain, but Perceptor's like, no, no, you can't do it. And I'm just going to jump ahead. We find out later, Perceptor says, you can't do it. If you knock out the brain, he'll fall over, and then that heart of Cybertron will get knocked around, and it could blow up the entire planet. Yeah. You guys put dropped him in a fucking avalanche in the first act. Like, what the yeah. f- He's going to be fine. Well, I mean, you had 40 some... tons of rock jump on him. I think he can trip and yeah, fall. Yeah, that's where, like, Braun should just grab him and just explain that to him. Because, like, Perceptor yeah. wasn't there. You weren't there. Remember? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. You're all <laughs> spick and span, shithead. Smacking him back and forth. <laughs> Megatron arrives at the Ark, and the Autobots get ready to fight. And they have this little force field that they literally only put around Optimus <laughs> yes, and Rats, a couple of them. It's like, guys. And he just sends the rest of the Autobots <laughs> out, and they get their ass. 
asses minutes. kicked. And then we go back to inside Megatron, and they're these evil brain impulses, they call them, start coming out of Megatron's brain. Yeah. They're like mechanical demon snakes is what they look like. Yeah, that's what they look like. But it, it, Like it's... Picture, picture a Chinese dragon and then put a bunch of electricity around it and make them out of steel. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. And, and those things start coming on. at them. Yeah. One of them like knocks down Bumblebee, and Perceptor realizes, here's what we do. Those are brain impulses, which means they have to go to the heart of Cybertron because science. So let's ride on them. So they literally ride one of these yeah, snake they just demons. Yeah, grab onto it, and it just kind of the Takes thing doesn't there. even care that it's being used as a basically a whatever it would be. <laughs> no, no, it's kind of and in fact they're all kind of clueless at first. Like one or two of them attacked him, and then they just do act like basic impulses. They're yeah, just, just nodes of electricity going back and forth. But just flying they get there. to the, uh, the the heart of Cybertron. They get off at that stop, and just <laughs> as Megatron's about to destroy the force field, Perceptor starts disconnecting wires one at a time. Yeah, but but then these things start going; they're just coming in like crazy. So many of them, and yeah. like it, it, it's hard for him to reach in without hitting one of them to disconnect it because he says this is delicate work, right? But mm -hmm. all he does is pick them up and rip the cable in half. <laughs> yeah, he's not even like severing them; like he's just tearing them apart yeah. one by one. So really delicate work. And uh, then Megatron, out in the normal-sized world, he shoots the force field and knocks it down. He's like, aha, I'm going to destroy like you now. <laughs> it does, uh, Another one. It happens all the time. And then uh, just as Megatron's about to blast them all, he has no power, and they go, ah, he stopped it, and they shoot Megatron. And then we go, <laughs> this was right out of The Incredible Voyage, I think is the name of the movie, but or The Fantastic Voyage, where... They as they're running out with the heart of Mega, or Cybertron, yeah, they start yeah. getting bigger, so they have to you know race the clock. And, and they that thing that the the heart of Cybertron it's growing with them. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like shouldn't that be staying the same size? Like really? Yeah. And when Megatron held it, like admittedly, it should be at least as big as them inside Megatron. But yeah, because it it, it it fits in Megatron's hand. It looks small in his hand too, yeah. right? So, but it would be huge compared to them. So they they get out. They run out the same so shoulder joint, and as they're running out they start to get bigger and i like that the three of them just kind of like run across his chest and i think it's bumblebee he's like <laughs> yeah, sorry right, see yeah, ya. excuse me or something whatever My he bad. says megatron <laughs> uh, uh i'll get you next time and he flies away uh, and the heart's about to destabilize so brawn chucks it into the air and perceptor tracks it and shoots it and kaboom it blows up and everybody's safe. And Braun now has respect for Perceptor. Braun <laughs> says, anyone who doesn't think that this guy's a hero will have to answer to me. So he still solves his problems with violence. Uh, okay, we're not going to have to go too far back in this one because this just happened. But Braun throws this the heart of Cybertron thing 2,000 miles up. And Perceptor shoots it. And, and here I thought Mirage was the sniper. No, not, no. Perceptor's the... It's 2,000 miles in outer space, like well inside the atmosphere, and the thing flies to that altitude in a matter of seconds. If it were any other Autobot besides Perceptor, I'd ask how he bullseyes something the size of a basketball from 2,000 miles away while the thing is still moving at what must be 2,520,000 miles an hour. Like the space shuttle during re-entry comes in at Mach 25. This Christmas ornament is flying up at something 131 times as fast. Like, an object that size going that fast through the atmosphere would burn to a crisp 
instantly. Failing that, it'd be out past the moon in about six minutes. Like, why does Braun even need a gun if he can throw shit that hard? Like, he can... Well, there's the end of another episode. That was Microbots, and next week we're going to find out what Megatron's master plan is in yeah. a two-part episode. A two-parter. Mm. And there's a two-parter there's a lot of two parters. We're just Yeah, there's a lot of two-parters this season. Yeah. Uh, until those two parts, you can find me on Twitter at John Selby. You can find Paul on Twitter at pmcpherson1. Yeah, you can rate and review us on your podcast app, and uh, make sure you tell your friends about us. Tell all your friends about us, and until then, next week we'll... See you keep on transforming. I was saying that. That's should that become a slogan? I don't know. No. Uh, okay. Yeah, I remember the good old days.